0: Discover the power within.
1: Unity online radio. The voice of an awakening world.
2: This one is called the Pants.
3: Take eight. Yoga. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio.
1: Welcome to The Funniest Thing, Yes, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. That's right, that's right. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in
2: downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. That's right, we have great news for you today. Yes, it's a headline. Yes, let's hear it. Fear is a liar. Oh my goodness, fear is a liar with Terry McBride. Fear knocked at the door, faith answered. No one was there. This saying is reassurance that fear is an illusion. We created ourselves. We feel afraid because we are telling ourselves scary stories. Now is the time to start telling ourselves new, encouraging stories. On this episode, Daryl and Ed remind listeners that when we get out our faith, well, no that when we get our faith in sync with God, there's a simple solution to every problem. And during the second segment, Terry McBride unleashes alternative solutions and infinite possibilities with today's daily word, faith. Uh, Terry McBride is amazing. And, you know, just before the show, it occurred to me how perfect it is that he's going to be coming on in the second segment. Do you know why, Daryl? Uh,
1: I believe I do, because he's uh, the king of kicking fear to the curb.
2: He is the king of kicking fear to the curb, and he does understand these principles and practices them. And. It's just he's just a very concise and like uh, <laughs> I call it wrestling with the cave bear when I uh, if I have uh, something to chew on with Terry. But that's actually the not exactly why I was thinking about it right now. Why I was thinking about it right now is because Terry, when I uh, when I broke the the bone between my um, the ball of my hip joint and the femur called the femoral neck in, on July 1st, which many of you heard about. And I even shared this story in the past. But the whole thing was had to turn into faith that life was going to carry me carry me in the right direction. I went from like being basically in moving ocean water in rocks in this situation to two angels dropping everything getting me to my car. One of them drove me to the hospital. But while I was there it was right when covid like in LA was on super lockdown mode and no one else could be in there with me. Um so it was just me. I wasn't on any painkillers. Thankfully I was me- I, the meditation helped and like when my leg was just laying flat it didn't really it felt like a really, really intense muscle cramp, but I was able – I didn't take painkillers, which was good because I needed to make decisions is what I was trying to say here for, uh, you know about what was going to happen or at least I thought I might need to be cognizant enough to do that. I could, again, no one else could come in to help me with that. So I called the for, the for some reason that morning. The person I thought to call was Terry McBride, and he went through – he was very fatherly and loving in this way. He said, "What are, you know? what happened? What's on the table? What are they suggesting you do? What do you, where is your faith? What do you believe is possible? And we both, I mean, I felt like putting screws in there, keeping my hip bones. I mean, this was heavy stuff to find out at 730 in the morning when you're thinking about going to teach and you just got done, sir. But I had to like, I told him, I I believe that the putting the screws in fixing my hip and me keeping it. Is my best option. It's something I can really have faith in.
1: Well, and, it's because the other alternative was getting a whole new hip.
2: That's right. And the other alternative, that Terry said, Do you believe that you could heal this with your mind right now and walk out of there? And I was like, That felt too big of a right. stretch for where I was at that moment. And I just, what was amazing is he said, Okay, so from here on out, no matter what happens, just screws in your hip is what you are going to sort of advocate for. You know what I mean? You're going to be clear that that's what you want. Right. And right then I said, Yes, that's what I want. Right then, the surgeon came in the in the door, Yep. and this was already, there was already naysayers who didn't really know what was going on telling me, oh, new hip, you're going to have to get, you know, like, right. so there was already naysayers, like, in physical form coming in, but with Terry's help, we got really clear, and right when we said that, I said, got to go, the surgeon's here. The surgeon didn't even ask me. He goes, we're putting screws in your hip in three hours, or whatever, two hours, and I go, I was just like, this is amazing. He was like, on the button, we affirmed it. He walked in, it's like, boom, I, was, I became receptive to that reality. So I owe a debt of gratitude um, to Terry for that. Or just, I'm just so grateful I know him for that. And I was just thinking, because that whole experience was me choosing between faith that everything is going to work out in better than expected ways or this fear that was like a million of them coming uh. at me. And thankfully, like we always say, when we're in these kind of like intense situations, in a way it becomes easier to let go because the fear feels so bad that uh, I was, you know, so I was able but with Terry's help to just surrender into that and so many things went my way and here I am now a year later, almost and um, so we'll be talking to Terry in the second segment and uh, it goes right with the breath, should we start with that? Yes, I love it. Okay, so let's take a deep breath to clear our mind. Ah. My pants are not on fire. My fear is a big fat liar. Uh. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go, go. <laughs> okay.
1: <clears throat> my pants are not on fire.
2: My fear is a big fat liar. Uh, my, my pants, pants are, are not on fire. fire. My, my fear is a big fat liar. liar. Uh, uh, What a relief. All right. I think that does it. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's the truth. When we, oh man, both of us have been g- dealing with our own fears related to different things of late. Um, <laughs> and it's, we were saying, well, who was it that you were saying that said like, once you get into fear, you just become completely unreceptive yeah. to the good, to the solutions
1: cut what off, cut off. It was either uh <clears throat> cup furley Mary cup yeah. which We're going to read something from today. In um, God will see you through. Yes. It was either in there I saw it, or it was um, Catherine Ponder because I've been reading those two books yes lately. But it really made sense because when my mind is when my mind latches on to anything that causes worry, doubt, and concern, right? You, she made it clear you're actually because you see this everywhere. Then you're cut off from God. We hear that so much, but what does that really mean? It literally means I'm cut off to even being receptive to solutions. Right. You, you know what I mean? I My do. mind, they could be being offered and I can't even conceive them as being a legitimate solution or yes. a good
2: enough solution. Right, because they're on a totally different frequency. Yes. Fear is on this frequency that is cut off from that inspired flow. So when we say get your f- faith in sync with God, it's really – getting in sync with solutions, getting in sync with the truth that we are, that there's this power flowing through us. And that our thinking helps direct it by getting yes. in, in cooperation with it, getting in alignment with it, getting clear. The solutions like bubble up from within and we say yes to them rather than that's why fear is a big fat liar is, was funny to us too. It's like, cause there's a truth to, it. we have to really call it for what it is because fear will often speak with this false sense of authority or, but almost like a real sense of authority. Cause if I give my power over to the fear I will reap what I sow there, and I will I will miss my good, even though my good was available. I would miss it because fear doesn't just say, "Oh, relax." You know, it's not your good's not going to come. Fear says, "No, you better do this. You better protect yourself. You better call this. You better they're to blame. You're to blame." That you know, like it's a slippery you better slope.
1: Cover your ass. Well that's why these three slogans Yeah, you what
2: did you say you got to cover your ass. That's a, the fear is MO, yeah.
1: So there's three things I've been saying to myself this past week.
2: Yes. And I
1: I didn't think well, I was under a lot of stress.
2: <laughs> Thank God you have friends to remind you.
1: Well, a lot of things have been happening uh, at my home. Yes. And uh but first of all, let me just share these three things that may help you as a listener. Yes. Because they they these seem to want now I use these as soon as fear strikes. Like as soon as fear strikes, I could feel concern grow, starting to grow. Right. I could feel now I, like it's almost like, you know, sometimes if you if you're allergic to something or for many, many years, I yeah. would I would get I would have gout flare ups. Right. Almost every month. Right. And now I do not. Thank goodness. Right. Um, but what happens is you start to become aware of the onset. You know what I mean? You start to feel the feeling that you know I'm going to have a flare up. So then I have a choice in that respect to, okay, stop what I'm doing, watch what I'm eating, and drink more water. You care know, for yourself. Yeah, care for myself. Well, this fear is the same because I've gotten so attuned to it now that now I really have, and I'm sure anyone listening can relate. If you really. Start, be, you know, I mean, everyone listening to this show, you know, most likely right. is listening to this show because they're a lot like us. So when I feel that fear coming, I got to break loose from it, unplug from it. Yes. As the sooner, the better, sooner, the better. And these things, these three sayings have been helping me. One is God never passed, because usually, like we were saying, the fear starts. Oh, no, I got to do this. I better rush here if I don't get this done now. Right. You know, and I wrote this down in my book. My little journal. The other day, I read it to you. Actually, it was on Saturday. I read it.
2: So number one is God never panics. God never yeah, panics go ahead.
1: because fear does not a good decision maketh. That's right.
2: That's right.
1: <laughs> because I gotta remind myself, nope, God never panics. So this this feeling of panic is not from God. So stop.
2: Which means life and yes. all the solutions we yes. seek. It's this fear is not in sync with that. Yes,
1: I'm not gonna get the solution. The good is not gonna come from. A good decision, or a good activity, or continuing with this train of thought, yeah, is not going to make the situation better. So it's that, like
2: Florence Scovel says. I think I think it's Florence Scovel that my good comes in over calm seas. Yes, right?
1: my good, my yeah, my ship sails in on a calm
2: sea. Yeah, so your good is float like yeah. It really comes in when we relax and allow it, because remember, panic is a from a Greek mythology. Pan was would go ahead of travelers on the road to another village when they were moving through the forest and he would shake the bushes up ahead to make them afraid because they would think something was in the bushes. So that was, that's why it was called panic. Yeah. But the whole thing is like, there's something shaking these bushes in our mind that's not even real. It's not real. But that's why it's called panic from Pan, that little guy with the goat legs and the flute. He's a little trickster that shakes yes. the bushes and goes, oh, 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 there's something scary up there. You better be careful. You better protect yourself. Maybe you should turn around. Yes. Yeah, so or maybe you should attack it. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. So that's why God never panics because it helps me realize
1: this is this is not this right here is an illusion. Right. God never panics. So that usually stops me in my track in my track so I don't make any further problems, right, you know. Right. Fear does not a good decision maketh. Yes. As Shakespeare would say. Ah. And then the other one, I remind myself because there's a lot usually the thing we're most afraid of and we resist the most is change. And right. change comes in the form of of thinking, something's not in the normal in my normal routine. Yeah. So instantly my brain goes on the defensive and starts. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if if I'm not careful and starts to think, oh no, I might lose something. Right. Or I might not get something. Right. And everything's going to fall apart. So right. I, I remind myself of this one a lot lately because I got a lot of change going on at the house and everywhere. And I wrote, "I'm safe. It's only change." Yeah. That one feels so good, folks. Just say it to yourself uh, over and over. I'm safe. It's yes.
2: only change. That's right. And
1: when we, when I don't resist change, I'm always elevated with change.
2: Yeah, and you got to think. I mean, if anyone who practices affirmative prayer and desires more for themselves, which is everyone desires more good, more then change is inevitable. It's going to because it's going to keep evolving. It's yes. going to keep growing. And sometimes it bumps up to old beliefs we have about the change being scary or you know we don't realize that's that's sometimes when fear comes in it's like we try to catch it at our earliest stage but sometimes i've gotten so used to certain fears that i don't catch it i like you know like something'll bump up against those and then i go oh my goodness why didn't i notice this earlier but it was maybe it's just because i was so used to accepting that as real part of life yes so
1: and the other thing that happens when i'm afraid is i start to think any problem is more difficult. It has to be more yeah. difficult. I start. Um, what do you call it? outlining? Right. Is the is the cognitive distortion. I start. I start like. Um, you projecting. I'm, pro- right? I'm projecting. I'm fortune telling, but yes. I'm not fortune telling like a good fortune. I'm like a misfortune telling because well, i like
2: if you were a Hollywood writer, you're kind of writing a horror movie yes. rather than an uplifting rom com.
1: Yes. So I'm. Uh, so but all this is in my mind. Yes. I'm making up the battle. Yes. And I like these secular definitions of faith. And this was in the um, Daily Word years ago. I love it. Faith is joyful expectation. Yeah. Fear, by default then, is morbid expectation.
2: Yes. You know, yes. i give you two very quick examples. One, and I talked to Terry about this when I talked to him a couple of weeks ago, was, my hip started having pain and, you know, the, the doctor basically told me, well, it's going to be a year, six months to a year to two, we're sure that everything's in the clear, right? So the fear told me, oh, here it is, right? We're not in the clear, this and that, but the, the what, what, what did you say? God never panics, I'm yes. safe, it's only change. I let go of the fear because it didn't feel good at all and I've learned to not, to realize that that Bad feeling is telling me that I'm getting off course with yes. the divine flow and solution. So instead of the, all doing all that, I just added some new exercises. It was muscular. I always yes. had some tension and stuff in that hip before this ever happened. So I added and because I opened myself up to solutions. People came out of the woodworks and started my friends, a baseball coach. Were like, make sure? Why don't you try doing, you know, like this type of leg lift? And someone else said, try to do this. So I put that all together into a little five minute warm up for my in my morning, changed everything. Because the fear was it 's all over, this is never going to get better, right. but the truth was it was a very little thing, and the same thing happened just yesterday when my sh- under my shoulder blade got all there 's this business thing in the past that like when I have certain type of stress, I hold it in, underneath my right right shoulder blade, and you told me you felt that before too, and it kind of goes to, like to the bottom of my neck, and in the past it 's been kind of debilitating at least this time it was like right on that edge, but I could still move, but it gave it reminded me stress and fear always will have a physical like you can think like no 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 it's okay for me to be the stressed or oh it's not that big a deal but for me it'll show up in my body sooner or later but rather than dwell like in the past i go oh am i ever going to feel better and i would just kind of stew in that i just go oh by tomorrow this is going to be get better the day after that it'll be even better and i kept my mind moving forward and i just shifted from like focusing my mind so much on thinking and holding and so much tension in my shoulders and i dropped back down kind of just into my hips just dummy down like turn everything over to god and by and i just affirmed like that i'm letting go of this and as my mind lets go the angels are helping me life is helping me this is getting better and within an hour i've after my shower i felt much better today i feel even much better but the the point is the fear was that, that I would have dwelled in in the past would, that would have made it even more tense and hurt worse was that it will never get better. It's always going to be this way. You know, Those are the type of thoughts that fear will give to me. And they're totally erroneous. They're totally off base. They're ridiculous. That's why we got to like learn to point and laugh and say, like, my, my pants are not on fire. Fear is just a liar. Ah, What a liberating thing to know. Well, I've been,
1: um, my fears of late have also involve other people and things going on. I got contractors at the house. They found a termite inspection revealed that we had a uh, severe water damage, like leaks under my house and mm-hmm. on the, the house in the back where we have a tenant and she just right. lost her husband. So, um, your friend. Yes. Well. So, um, the uh, water damage under my house turned out to right. be a lot worse. The one under the other house was a simple fix and there's wood involved, uh, you know, that's been saturated, right? <laughs> which hold the house up. And the guy's like, well, you know, the tub at any moment, if this isn't handled, you can just be in there and all of a sudden, kaboom. Like, oh my God. Yeah. So uh, it's been hairy, but the hairy part is like when I start getting hopeful, yeah. Okay, well, the, you know, there's a simple solution to every problem. Yes. And the one restoration company that comes to help handle the water damage, check right. for mold, and there's all these other things that could really set off a lot of alarms. Right. Um. They said, okay, they're going to have to take out the tiles, the subfloor. And when you surrender to these, every stage gets you. Get to these, so I go, well, there's a simple solution to every problem. And now... You know, they've had dryers under my house and now it's to the next level. And now my mind has gotten deactivated to fear, deactivated the fear. And now I'm thinking, wait a minute, is there gonna be a hole in the floor? What about the cat? Is the cat how long is it gonna be open? You know right. and I have to just keep from myself there's a simple solution to every problem yes. and it and you know what's funny, I've been doing that throughout this whole there's been gas leaks, everything that could go wrong is going right, on right. over the last four weeks. Right. And just the other day, I know you hear a lot in the news about, oh my God, the news is, you got to remember, in the news, fear is a commodity. Yeah. The more panic, the more you watch. Right. You know, in news and journalism, that's what I learned in journalism class years ago in college, at my first attempt at college. The one thing I remembered is if it bleeds, it leads.
2: Yeah. You know, uh, because fear is a vibration. If we're not monitoring and we're not taught to monitor the right. way I feel, we feel and direct our mind accordingly. If we get into fear, it will lead us to continue to more tune fear. In. rather than walk away. We'll actually keep watching, keep right. watching, keep wa- I like the way Bill Maher recently called it fear porn, panic porn, a, it,
1: no panic porn, panic
2: porn. Yeah. Fair enough. But it, so panic porn. Yeah, it's just like because you're getting this. I was, I've was i heard this from Abraham Hicks a long time ago that our minds like to move fast. E- even if they're moving in a negative direction, it likes to move fast. So we have to like, sometimes have to resist the, the temptation to keep going, keep running in the direction, meditate, ah, redirect our mind in a out of that fear and into a positive uh, flow because otherwise we'll keep attracting more of those thoughts.
1: Yeah, well, I wanted to say was in yes. the news, I'm sure you've all heard this, especially if you're, you know, you're not in the military. you probably think, oh, my God, this is terrible. Right. The VA, these poor veterans, you never get in. The, the care is terrible. Yes. You know, the facilities are like, you know, have dripping sewage pipes and dirty needles. Right. Let me tell you something, folks. That has never been my
2: experience. So, yes. so just this week. Well, you've been blessing it from the beginning as well. Yeah. Well,
1: you know what it is? I think it's, it's more of appreciation That's because I can't got- even believe that this is like I'm blessed with this. Like, I think the people who have problems are the ones who curse
2: it. Because, no, I know. But, I'm, but, I, but I remember the process really well, though, of you going there and intentionally sending love yes, ahead. Yes. And it's gotten better and better oh. and better as a result. Yeah.
1: So this so this week, there was something going on with my foot. Yeah. Um, that my wife saw and said, you better get that looked at because it's like something growing there." Right. And rather than put it off, uh, what was it? Two more Monday morning or no, Tuesday morning, Tuesday right. morning. Right. I. uh amazing you got access online just like ucla medical center i mean it's amazing so i send a message off the uh doctor gets back says we could take a look at that any day you could walk in now we have time today if you want to walk in so i go to there i go to the va now in los angeles the va is in brentwood folks yes and i get up there and they're doing some things on the property. For some reason, there's valet parking. Free valet like, wow. so It's crazy. So I'm going, this is incredible. I give them my keys. I go inside. There's no one there but me and this other guy, you know, about my age. Yeah. And we're both smiling at each other. And we start talking, a conversation. And I said, man, this place is, is amazing. Right. I called this morning. There's no crowd. And he says, well yeah, I find a lot has to do when you have a relationship with and he like pointed indicating God. And I said, exactly. Yeah. And he went on to say, yeah, he goes, it's not just the words or talking about it, but he goes, it's the ongoing relationship. I go, oh, that's exactly what me and my friends yes. talk about, you know, seeing God in every situation. Yes. They call me in and I got to get and, and, you know, this is just for something on my foot. Well, they take my blood pressure and the blood pressure machine is fascinating now because they took my blood pressure. And all of a sudden, when it took it, it starts going off like games at a carnival. Right. me ding, 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 ding. Right. So I look at the guy and he goes, oh, uh, do you take high blood pressure medication? I blood pressure medication. I go, right. No, no. Maybe it's just coffee. I had coffee today. So he goes, let's check it again. Bing, 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 bing. And I go, um, hmm. So <laughs> he goes, well, I better do it one more time. And, we, you know, he was a great guy because we're both, like, taking deep breaths. Right. Staying flat on the yeah, floor. Yeah, 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 So we do it again. The bells ring again. So now I'm, I got one for a foot. They're taking care of that. I'm going back again. Then the nurse, the, the nurse says, why don't you get a shingles vaccination while you're here? Right. Have you ever had chicken pox? And I go, I never, I don't know. She goes, did your mom tell you? I go, listen, my mom told me a lot of things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't ever remember how much. She goes, well, let's just be safe. So, boom, I get a shingles vaccination. I got a, a heart monitor cuff. Right. And I got to do tests on. But this is the thing. I told Ed about it. And because this is out of your control, out of my control. Right. My heart, I don't feel like I have high blood pressure. I never had high blood pressure in my life. Right. And Ed goes, look, you've been under a lot of stress. Right. And that's the simple solution. But I could even find my mind going, well, I don't know
2: if it's just – you know what I mean? Oh, my oh. mind is going – It wasn't I'm, just your mind because I, I had to kick that out of your mouth like uh, right. you're like – I'm not under that much stress. I have been under stress. And I had to tell you straight up, you've been under more stress in two months than I've ever known in your life. So Yeah,
1: it doesn't You know, you know
2: why? Because I'm not reacting like people I know. That's right. You're not telling everyone about it. You're not juicing that lemon for everything you can get. I'm not
1: kicking the cat or yelling at Lori or –
2: Any of those things. So I decided to go along with that.
1: It's just stress. And they're going to check in two weeks. And already I am affirming for myself that I'm excited to see the incredible reduction in my blood pressure. Right. Because I'll just do what I can do, which is the simple little things I do. Meditate, pray. But the main thing is with this whole, when it's something with your body, I got to let God do the deal.
2: Right.
1: God's got to handle this. Right. and i keep my thoughts thinking along the lines of god has the power yes and this is just stress
2: that's right and it will resolve itself in two weeks that's right that's right and it i mean it's a conscious choice because if you go down the i used to go down the road of fear and you'll find a lot of evidence false evidence appearing real which is what they say the acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real and if we stay on that track we'll get the evidence but we're willing to open up to this divine flow and actually direct our mind down that healing path. It's amazing what happens, because healing just means wholeness. The recognition of our wholeness within, we get to see that outpictured in our experience. Yes. yes. All right, coming up next, guest Terry McBride unleashes alternative solutions and infinite possibilities with today's daily word, faith. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio.
3: You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing.
1: Welcome back to the second segment of Here is a liar with Terry McBride on today's episode of funniest thing with Daryl and Ed.
2: Yes. And you know, we had the perfect daily word, um, a supplemental daily word. That is Terry. will be reading the daily word also in a few moments here, but I wanted to read this one from Wednesday, April 21st, which was divine order goes with the show. Everything in my life is working out for good. My life is an adventure in change and I've learned to flow with those changes by establishing myself in the spirit of divine order. Change can feel scary, especially if it involves something I didn't choose or expect. I call forth the Spirit of God within me to grow in faith and trust in divine order, working in and through my life. As I trust this process, I become increasingly flexible and spontaneous, relaxing into the unknown. Through my faith in God, I believe my life and all life is moving in the direction of its most perfect expression. My expanding awareness reveals the world to me in a new way. I am in the flow of divine order, and my life is working out for the best. For God is a God not of disorder, but of peace. 1 Corinthians 14.33. Ah. All right. Should we thank some listeners?
1: Well, yeah, we could thank our listeners. And if they want to send us anything, they can. Yes. By sending it to Funniest Thing at P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. You could also check out our website, darrellanded.com. And you have easy access to everything we read and do and quick links to everything. And everything there is free. No, there's no charge for anything. You can even read the Daily Word on yes. our homepage every day. It refreshes. We also like to give a big shout-out to the chief engineer here at Unity Online Radio, Jeff Comfort.
2: Because each week... He takes us... Right into the Comfort Zone. Yeah, yeah. And oh, can I say one thing about the website, which yes. we didn't mention, which oh. we always mention, but at com, there is a reading list. Yes. If you go to the reading list, everything we read is there, and we don't make money off it, but it makes it easy to click it and order it for yourself. Um, and it's we recommend a morning routine. We talk about it all the time. We we pro, This stuff takes practice. Working with our mind takes practice. Working with uh, these principles takes practice. So start today with some inspired reading. Uh, meditation it could be a few minutes 15 yes. minutes and then some affirmative prayer writing down an inspired to-do list for example i'm going to enjoy uh um, easy trip to the lamp store i'm going to find the perfect lamps yes. to, to everyone is you know kind and i'm kind in return or, you know you can write down look i got good ones yeah. here you want to hear them yeah what'd you write down today? this is
1: what i wrote this morning i'm aware of my tendency at times to shy away from life when I begin to feel myself doing so, I, can, I encourage myself to open up to God, open up to unlimited possibilities. I embrace life, trusting in divine order and the miracle working power of God. I go forth with faith, and I'm surprised with blessings at every step. Yes. I go forward in sync with God and receive a blessing at every step. These are great. What I desire to do is done with effortlessness and ease. Yeah. And then I put, today is the day. I continue to change, grow, expand my life to new heights.
2: Yeah. That really gets us going in the flow of life. It it puts us into this fourth dimensional reality. Because for me, this is really about a cooperating. Uh, the Bible says before you even ask, God has already answered. So a lot of this is just waking up and getting into the flow so that the prayers that we've already put out there, we are receptive to the answers. Yes. We're receptive to our good. All right. Uh, let's see here. Now it's time to give a shout out to the prayer line. 800-NOW-PRAY. 800 They have an app, the letter U, the word pray. They, it's a great way. To get help remembering that fear is a liar and remember the truth, and you'll hear someone affirm the truth from this divine mind, from this awareness of our good, and that just helps us reset our mind. Be- because I never had high blood pressure before, Yeah,
1: I uh, called Silent Unity, and they said, how can we pray with you? And now Silent Unity has been around, like Ed said, forever, and there's no strings 130 attached. 130 years plus. Yeah, there's no strings attached. There's no. They don't want anything from you other than to give you a blessing. right. So I asked for prayer. I told him, you know, I've got a report of high blood pressure. I've never had that before. Right. So just something of peace, you know, mm, something like that. Mm, to, mm. So my, my mind can get on board with the healing process. Right. And he, he let they leave you with an affirmation at the end of this wonderful prayer that just calmed me right down. It was incredible. And I told him that I said, I don't know what you said, but sometimes when I hear one of the prayer associates like yourself, just instantly changes me. And he said, would you like an affirmation? I said, yes. And the affirmation was calming peace, comforting peace, comforting peace, not calming peace, comforting peace surrounds me now.
2: Yes. You know, my affirmation I called on Sunday when my little house of cards in my head fell apart at work. And the affirmation they gave me was with God's guidance, I, I experience success and peace. Yes. Uh, that just really means The guidance comes through connecting with life, relaxing into the flow of life. It's amazing what can happen. And someone who is going to help us relax and also get inspired and enthusiastic about the flow of life, get actively engaged in the flow of life is, uh, as I mentioned in the beginning of the show, Daryl met. Terry McBride, or was introduced to him how many years ago now? Only 35 years ago. 35 years ago in what, Honolulu, Diamond Head? At
1: the uh, Unity Church of Hawaii at on the slope of Diamond Head.
2: And then maybe eight years ago, I don't know, somewhere along the line, we found a set of his CDs at the Tustin Cassettes. Unity. They weren't even CDs. At cassette. <laughs> yeah, it was a huge box, and we found that in the Unity at Tustin Library. We reached out to him. Since then, we've rekindle, We've actually started our friendship, and also we've gained so much from connecting with him, having him on the show. He's a great teacher and a great friend, and his name is Terry McBride, and he is here with us to read and discuss the Daily Word and whatever else comes flying on through. How you doing, Terry?
4: Good. Good to be back with you guys.
2: Oh, man. The pleasure is... And Ed,
4: awesome. I want to congratulate you on your healing. I mean, I remember when that whole thing started, and, yeah. you know, the, the surgeon wasn't convinced that that this was going to work and he right. took the ball and ran with it and so i really congratulate you on that
2: you know thank you and i i'm glad you said that up front because one of the things that you have always sort of um i guess been a stickler about is to give ourselves appreciation for our part in in the creating of our lives you said things to me you know that in the past something like god doesn't care if you have a healed hip or not but you did the work, you know, you directed your mind. So, um, I appreciate, I always appreciate that about you and the way you approach things.
1: You know, that's good to hear because I, I, I've just, it's funny that you brought that up Ed, and I'm glad you just said that Terry. Um, because rewarding myself for the effort I do, uh, tends to get neglected by me. Right. And just recently I started considering that being aware of that and right. appreciating my part. Right in this recovery or any situation where I choose, like you said, to take the ball and run with it.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. And it's challenging in our, our movement because it's so many times when something happens, we say, thank you, God, instead of thank yourself. Right. I mean, remember it, it, what, what unity is about is the foundation where Jesus said it's done as you believe. He didn't say it's done as according to God's plan for you. He right. said, it's done according to your belief, that God, if you will, loves us so much, this, this yes. essence that I call God says, you pick the game, and I will play with you there. So if we pick a game of, of lack and disease and fear and skepticism, God will play with us there, and what you get is lack, disease, and skepticism. Right. But what, what I get out of unity is that, that, that Jesus came and said, you have a choice. You have a choice of what you believe. And, and that's what I've been hearing you, both of you, talk about. It's not that, that you, you never have fear, but when fear happened, you went and used the tools. This is where, Ed, you just said a minute ago, this stuff takes practice.
1: Right. Yes.
4: And, and that's, that's what unity is about to me. When I, when I first got involved with it it, 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 it seemed to me they said unity is the practical application of the teachings of Jesus.
0: Mm.
1: Yes. Yes. That's what I and, heard, too. And,
4: yeah. So anyway, let me, let me read the daily word we got, okay? Yes. All right. The daily word. Uh, this one is for Monday, April 19th, 2021. And it's called faith. If I have faith, the highest and, or notes, I have faith, the highest and best outcomes are unfolding in my life. Then it, it drops down to the text. Whenever I am faced, with a tough situation or challenging circumstances, I take some quiet time to turn my awareness inward. Notice, I take some quiet time to turn my awareness inward. I let these sacred moments, in these sacred moments, I breathe gently, releasing my fears and worries. I acknowledge an inner knowing that goes beyond my physical senses. As I affirm, I have faith, the highest and best are unfolding in my life. Through prayer, I am able to move my attention from any problem I may be facing, going beyond the appearance of lack to the reality of abundance. And that can also be going beyond the appearance of disease to the reality of health. I draw from a deep well of faith, and I am open to alternative solutions and infinite possibilities, I move forward with confidence, blessed with faith that love, peace, health, and joy are manifesting in my life now. But over here, and this is out of scripture they talk about. But overhearing what they said, Jesus said to the leaders of the synagogue, "Do not fear, only believe." That's in Mark five thirty-six. <clears throat> now notice in, in that statement they weren't saying the fear wasn't there it says whenever I am faced with a tough situation or challenging circumstances I take some quiet time and turn my awareness inward Through then down lower it says through prayer I am able to move my attention from any problem so this is the key that I think that uh, Charles Fillmore brought through, through unity to the human race. He wasn't saying that fear isn't there. He wasn't saying deny fear. He's just saying don't ever let fear run your life. Don't let fear make the decisions for you. There are tools you can use. And that's where both of you talked about. Ed, you talked about when you were in the emergency room and, and you, you, you declared your reality. This is what's going to happen. This is how I'm going to hold it. You, right. you step forward. Then the doctor came in and said, "We're going to put pins in your, in your, you know, hip."
2: Right.
4: You know, um, uh, Daryl, you were talking about that the other day when this stuff started to come to you. You got quiet. You, you, you went inside. You, you used the tools of choice to move beyond the stimulus response of fear.
1: Yes. Right. And, and
4: I think, and I think that's what we, we give our people. This morning I was talking talking to a client mm -hmm. and she was all upset about X, Y, Z and this is going on and this is going on. And what we did over our discussion this morning was lay out, if you will, a plan of action. Mm. Okay, here's, here's the challenge. What are you going to do about it? And so she laid out this plan of action. I'm going to do this. I'm going to call this person. I'm going to hold this is how the conversation is going to go. I'm going to do this. And once she got, this is what I am going to do about this situation, the fear was gone. And she was able to get excited about moving to, both of you this morning talked about moving to what you want instead of just fighting against what you don't want
1: yes wow that's what i was gonna i was i was gonna actually um go share along those lines because like when ed was sharing about how once the decision is made from either splashing around because it really feels when i'm in fear i'm just splashing around right like it's Mm -hmm. it's i'm splashing splashing. (laughs) but just like you said terry and thank god i met guys like you mike dugan David McClure, who was, the, right. who was the minister at that unity at that time, when I was mm-hmm. first introduced to this stuff, and I was meeting guys in the military living by these principles, so it was really, it, it had depth and weight, you know, because these are men, mm-hmm. men and they believe in this stuff. All right, I'm right, on board. Right. And mm-hmm. when this whole thing started happening with the problems at my house, I I, I could see I had a choice, and the choice was clear. My mind could have done like my New Jersey Tourettes would do and go, "Great, what's next?" You
2: right. know what I mean Yeah but, yeah, 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 yeah
1: or, or like my dad would say, "The hits just keep coming, you right. know but, I, but instead, I can't do that anymore, Terry. It feels at this point in my life, it feels so bad to me right. like there was a time where I could dance a little bit in that place, right but the good news is the longer you practice this stuff, the less the ability to withstand the uncomfortability right. that, that that living in that place of complaint and right. fear feels. So instead, I did exactly what you suggested to the client. I asked God, okay, you know, I got one or two ways to go. What's next? Or what can I do next? What's mine to mm-hmm. do next? And once my mind went into what's mine to do next, there was a little squirmer of, well, we always have to do everything. And right, I just, I just kicked that voice to the side, right, and as soon as my pen went down, like I made a little list, boom, 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 the confidence came just like this just like the reading said, the same thing yep. with the high blood pressure uh you know what was it uh awareness or whatever you right. want to call it that diagnosis happens, diagnosis had, yeah. two days ago, once my mind got on board with okay, they're going to see me in two weeks. What can I do well. I can know yeah. that this is that, you know, it probably is because I'm under a lot of stress with everything going on at the house and around me. And what can I do? I'm going to choose to believe there's a simple solution. In the meantime, I haven't been going for my regular walks. You know, I'm not going to turn into mm-hmm. a Super Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, oh, my God, I've got a high blood. No, I just took my gentle walk yesterday. Yeah. Today. And I'm telling you, my mind now is as confident as when Ed said, you know, that's it. I'm going with the screws. Right. It's like already now, my mind is resolved. That in two right. weeks, yeah. the doctor's going to be saying, "Oh, this is good. This is what we thought. Okay, good. So it's resolved. It was just a little blip. Yep. This happens to a lot of folks. Like I could already, I could already feel that confidently within myself today.
4: Well, and that's down at the bottom, at the end of the daily word, where Jesus says, "Do not fear, only believe." Yes. What what unity is about is how to create belief systems. That's yes. what the tools, affirmation, yes. denial, visualization, affirmative prayer, all of those are tools to create belief. It yes. isn't because belief creates reality. <coughs> belief, yes. our consciousness, yes. is what creates what's going on in our life. And so what unity consistently comes back to is, are you using the tools? I mean, that's what my, uh, you know, my personal growth program, Everybody Wins, my book, the, all of that is about, here are the tools of choice, and once somebody understands how you can use these tools to create belief, you can use these tools to create knowing what happens is you become the creator of your life instead of just the victim. and yeah. that's what unity is all about. yes, yes I this, think that's what, what that's what Jesus brought to the human race. this is what she, you're not a victim you're yes. not a victim anymore. You have a choice
2: yes,
1: yeah. you this stuff, these hearing this stuff, I never get tired of hearing it because the first time mm-hmm. I heard it. I wanted to believe it. Now when I hear yep. it, I know it's true, and I love yep. hearing it. I just want to revisit this uh, the Bible verse uh, from Mark uh, th- 5.36 that we read in today's Daily Word, which is, you know, but overhearing what they said, Jesus said to the leader of the synagogue, Do not fear, only believe. Well, in the message version, which is the straight from Greek to current English um, translation, yeah, it says... In that translation, it's don't listen to that. Just trust me. Right. And it really is saying, don't listen to all that nonsense. Just trust me. These tools work. Right. Just trust me. Well, well if just do if you just give this a shot, you'll see that this method that you just shared, Terry, Jesus is saying, look, don't don't worry about that. Just trust me. This works
4: well and it's a double-edged sword because what, yep. what whatever we're paying attention to gets created yes. so if we're living in fear what we create is that which we fear that's why in scripture it says um <clears throat> what we have feared most has come upon us. Yep, yep. Why is that? Because that uh, that whole idea in you know in metaphysics about whatever you focus on will come to pass. So if you're yeah. focusing on fear and doubt and insecurity, that's what will come to pass. Yes. And so what what Unity offers people is a a, a path of living where you over time, not in the very first day, but over time, you begin to say, oh, this is how these principles work. Yeah. This is how I can use yeah. these principles to yeah. create more of the wonder and, and magnificence I want in my life. And and for me, that's the, two, the bottom line. Use the tools. Use the tools. Use the tools.
2: Yeah, you, you know, the thing that sometimes where it gets tricky, too, is when there's a lot of What I have to admit to myself, like uh, this week, a lot of things happened at work around one parent who we had a meeting scheduled for Tuesday. He wrote a letter to this, you know, someone in the administration saying this is the first I've heard of it. And, you know, no one told me about it. The truth was I had been talking to him about it for two weeks or whatever. And I was like, whoa, where's this coming from? But. It it erupted a fear within me, but I recognized I had been believing that fear. I had been harboring that fear, un, not really consciously, but it was there, and I didn't realize how strong it was. So that was really going fast, and then some other people started to get involved, and just yesterday, it came to a head. I just turned it all over to God because the stress was wearing on my body and such, and I just said, I'm, by turning over to God, what I mean is, I'm not going to act out of that fear. I'm going to relax into the divine flow. I'm going to be kind to the people. I'm going to teach And I'm going to wait until I get an inspired idea. I'm no longer going to act out of fear and just trying to do it all on my own out of this fear. And Daryl and I, it really turned for me when we took a – we went to the unity of the west side. We took a nap on the floor and we talked about it's time to plug back into God and out of the fear. Unplug from that fear Mm -hmm. because there's so much energy and emotion. I got to really unplug. So we did that and I was doing some affirmations. We fell asleep for a little bit. I went back to school and what – because right – at the end of my napitation, I'll call it, I got an inspired idea of one person I could call to get some of these meetings rescheduled. I called them. By the time I got back to the school, boom, 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 boom. I ran yes. into everyone I needed to see like in amazing ways. And within two hours, mm-hmm. the whole situation transformed. Yes. So I was willing to do the work and the action, but I was also going to, I had to turn it over until that inspired nudge came And Once it did, I jumped on it and Man, even the woman who was hitting me with these emails, she apologized on her own. Earlier in the day, I felt like sending her a nasty email, but I didn't. I let it go. I went into that non-resistant, not tangle with the fear mode. And she even sent me a loving and apologetic email later, which I could have never planned. It was amazing. I was so grateful for these tools.
4: And that happened because of the work you did.
2: Yes. 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 I
4: know. um, Yes. I, I, I think we have to be careful in this movement to that yes. what you mentioned a little while ago about taking credit. When I do the work, I get to take credit because yes. if I don't take credit, what happens is my human mind and human body begin to go well, I'm a second class citizen. Yes. If it doesn't go uh, right, then I'm at fault. I didn't yes. do my work. But if it goes good, then I don't get any credit. Credit goes to God.
2: Amen. Yes, I'm so glad. I mean, I some your message is coming through loud and clear for me when you're reading the daily word and everything you're saying in a whole new way how important this is about what can we do? Yes. How do we, what are we doing to relate to this divine mind that is ever flowing good and all of this? But what are we doing? What can I do to shift into this flow? Yes. we got to give ourselves credit for
1: choosing to believe. Yes. That's why we had a show not too long ago with John DeBerry and he said the same thing. He just said, you know, these men, they were unapologetic about their belief, meaning they knew they were choosing, and they weren't ashamed. Yeah, and he was to referring to the men that marched with Martin
2: Luther King Jr. because yeah, his but, father was one of them, mm-hmm. and he was a teenager. He
1: had to be choosing to believe that God will prevail, that love and peace will prevail. that they they yeah. did the work in their belief system.
2: Yeah. And, and, yes, their, actions. Yes.
1: and their actions. Okay. All right. And, there, and, and,
4: it, and at first, when when people first begin to study this, they think, oh, my God, what a terrible responsibility. I'm 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 the reason my life is working this way. But as one begins to understand these tools and use them, what they end up with is I am absolutely free. The universe supports me. All I have to do is use my tools, affirmations, the visualizations, the imaging. You know, the the, get when I get clear, the universe says yes. Well, the universe is always saying yes.
2: Yes. Yeah. When I get
4: clear, it says yes to what I'm clear about instead of yes to what I'm not clear about.
2: Well, one thing's clear. We got to get going to wrap up the show, buddy um okay i'm sorry to cut you off but we'll definitely talk again what's the name of your website where they can get a um don't you, you have a, a hey, personal terry, website? terry terry, terry and
4: McBride, a, my, net, yes and there's a nine-week program that self-study that you use every day you listen to me talking and there's exercises and what happens as you move through it is you end up becoming your own teacher and you're learning how to listen to
2: your own counsel that's amazing that's what i love to hear Well, we love you, Terry. We got to wrap up the show. Just hang on a moment. We we got a story for you. You ready, Daryl? Yeah,
1: this is actually from TMZ, Terry.
2: We can't. Yeah, Daryl and Ed were visiting. Okay, Daryl and Ed were visiting Terry McBride at his ranch. One night, they had too much to drink at the local pub and decided they better walk home. As they were crossing a farmer's field, a bull charged at them. Daryl and Ed were amazed when Terry yelled, "Not tonight, buddy!" and then proceeded to get into a wrestling match with the animal. Finally, the bull jumped up and ran off. Daryl and Ed shouted, "Wow, Terry, that was amazing!" Terry, still quite tipsy, muttered, That was nothing. If I hadn't had that last drink, I would have pulled that guy off his bicycle,
1: and he would have never gotten away.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh, quick mailbag, quick mailbag from Wayne Bresner at com. He said, Dara, Daryl, and Ed, just wanted to let you know how much my wife and I appreciate your show, especially lately. We've been enjoying listening to an episode each evening as I recover from post-concussion syndrome and can't use my eyes for reading slash computer. Your style is so encouraging and uplifting. How interesting that you've been talking about Mary Cupferly, who we also love. Never met her, but she used to be a minister at our church, Unity of Del Rey. And we have attended many events at Mary Cupferly Hall. Wishing you all the best, uh, Wayne Bresner. Wow, who's this? Oh my gosh, it's Huey Piano Smith. How you doing, boys? Just jump right in with this old little right, hit it, man. I want to
0: jump, but I'm, I'm
1: afraid, afraid I'll fall. fall.
2: I want to holler, holler, but the joint's
1: too small. Young man, rhythm's got a hold, hold of me too. me, too. I got, got the rockin' pneumonia man. and the boogie-woogie flu. Visit DarylNet.com to find easy links to everything we do. And thank you for joining us on Toy with Daryl and Ed. Young
2: man's rhythm's got a hold of me, too. I got a rockin' pneumonia and a boogie woogie flu. <laughs>